There hey, we go. what is up, everybody? Welcome to Smoking Underground. Today, we have a little bit more of an intimate setting. We are uh, down a man. Mr. Gary is busy tonight, and uh, we're just going to have a nice little conversation about stuff, randomness. we got some new things we're planning for the show. We've yeah. got some old things. We've got some things that are happening around the uh, Cigars and More Vitola family. Yeah. Um, just, we're just going to throw a few things out. We're smoking some new cigars that yeah. are new, back new to our inventory. Yeah. One that uh, I'm really particularly happy about smoking because I haven't smoked it yet. I'm really glad this is the first time on the show I get to smoke it. Um, Probably the only time because it is limited production. It is, yeah. Yep. It makes me want to buy one just so I'll have it and I'll just keep it for a while. Um. And that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Well, I don't typically do that. I buy them and smoke them. My humidor is barren because I smoke all my stuff. Because I still, even though I preach it, I don't teach it. I don't uh, live it. Or you buy two of the same cigar and keep one and smoke one. Yeah, I'm, I'm adding to my humidor collection, I think. So I've been looking. Yeah. I think I'm going to try a Coolador, just not a uh, Thermidor, just for the hell of it. Okay. All right. Um, See what it re really does and what they're about. Be able to answer questions and stuff. I've always liked to be able to answer stuff from an ownership perspective, I guess. Yeah. Well, um, I'll start out with, uh, while we wait for some more viewers to get in here, um, we want to thank everybody in our listening audience and uh, thank you for joining us today. And today I am smoking at the uh, recommendation of a fellow named Doc, not the one all of us are aware of but a different one you're not smoking it because of him no no i'm saying i'm sorry i'm drinking i'm drinking um <laughs> he's drinking because of this doc yeah <laughs> yeah so he told me to pair it Bad with this medicine. one particular cigar which we'll go over our cigars in a second uh he told me not to do one that's got a lot of peat in it so i chose the um i don't like peat the i love peat i'm an isla oh gosh you tell me i can just drink well, it depends which peat we're talking about yeah peat peat or peat and one mm -hmm. of the two um, so this Peter, is Peter, a pumpkin eater. Oh yeah. Pumpkin ales. I can go in a whole, I can do a whole thing about pumpkin ales. Um, it's a Glenfiddich single malt scotch whiskey finished in an Indian pale ale cask. So it's, it's a nice one. I, I rather enjoy it so far. I can't say it's my favorite, but I'm also somebody who really likes Isla's. And so this is kind of a, a different Did I send, shift. Did I send you that link from the Rob report on the new, uh, McAllen, that they're producing in partnership with Bentley. No, no. It's got this funky right now. They've only shown the bottle. They haven't explained what's going to be in the bottle, <laughs> but they got the bottle and it's uh, got this hand created wood and metal sculpture around the bottle. Yeah. And it's impossible to stand the bottle up vertically. It's designed to display horizontally. And that sounds amazing. You definitely have to send me that. Uh, that's jeez. I sent you a lot of those from the Rob report because <laughs> that's <laughs> it's, cool. It's ridiculous what some of this alcohol goes for. You you need to get me a link to that because I know a buddy of mine, he would potentially want to. Uh, he ain't going to be able to afford this thing. We're probably talking 25, 35 grand. <laughs> He'll at least want to look at it. Uh, lick, lick the bottle. Yeah. So uh, let's go into what we're smoking. Uh, what are you smoking today, Dare John? A cigar. Yep. Me too. Uh, this is a Pete Johnson Tatawate. Uh, I can never pronounce the word, Kadu, uh, 2012 Sumatra. Nice. Uh, this is an, uh, we've had Tatawates in the past. 
Um, Harris has brought them back into the shop and I'm enjoying them when I get the chance. We've got so much new stuff. I know I like the tats, but yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm smoking a lot of the new stuff we've got in. Yeah, me too. We me got too. a new octagon, uh, placentia. Oh, we haven't gotten that at Trust. That's, that's black. We've got the, we had the green ones yeah. last year. We're in the green octagon box and they were like, 20 or 18 in a box. Yeah. This new one's just a f- normal black box with the, well, I guess it's hexagon, not oxy- octagon, hexagonal shaped cigars. And there's 10 to a box and then the box kind of looks normal, but I imagine I, I, they, I, I don't know what the difference is yet. I just saw it tonight. I'm going to find out. But. I imagine that the shape of the older one, the, the box, people were kind of like, nah, we don't really like this. We can't put it in our humidor very well. Could you not do that? <laughs> Too bad. Right. Um, so tonight I'm smoking the Padron uh, Damaso. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, brand new from Padron, and uh, I'm looking forward to it because I am a Padron fanboy. So I'm looking forward to trying this sucker out. That, they all look like a Connecticut. Yeah. Um, very mild. You know, Padron's from what I hear in multiple places, you know, they really don't have a Maduro or a natural or whatever. If it's a light colored cigar that day, it's natural. If it's dark colored, it's Maduro. And, you know, if you open up boxes and boxes, you'll find that some days the naturals look like the last box of Maduros you had. And yeah, uh, when you're restocking the shelves, you got to be careful that the cigars match. (laughs) I mean, even just on the straight light from it, just the smell Mm -hmm. while I was toasting it. Again, I'm biased, so I'm gonna I'm gonna probably like everything about it. Yeah, Padron could wrap a turd in a wrap, <laughs> and I'd probably like it. Yeah, I've never had anything bad though, like because I'm a, I'm a strong critique, and so far I haven't had anything from theirs that's been bad. I can't say I have either, but oh. We were talking new. We were talking that. We were talking the hexagonal. We were talking new Padron. There was something new else. Something else new. New else. (laughs) She told me today she had an email that started off. I can't even. I can't even say it. But it's like my excuse was the woman used a triple negative. (laughs) <laughs> because the backspace button was broken on her keyboard and she right. realized she did a double negative. So she used a third one so that it made it back to a negative Oh my statement. gosh. You don't need math incorporated <laughs> into the middle of your sentence. You chat for a while while I uh, so make my cigar. Obviously, the, the, the pull on this is beautiful. I used a wide mouth punch on this sucker with uh, my wonderful little device here that I absolutely love this thing. Um. And it's got a nice pull to it. Very light, very classic Padron. I'm looking forward to finding out what the difference is from the other Padrones and why this is truly different. Um, I don't like to read a lot about the cigar when it's brand new because I want to see, I want to taste it, and then I want to go read it. It's a um, reasonably priced Padron, too. I mean, it's not... It's less than a uh, I don't, Thomas Jefferson, right? That's who's on the twenty. Uh, I don't. I can't remember. I don't even remember. It's a it's the typical non one thousand series price. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it's not a 26 or 64 high-end price. Right, 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 right. So it, it fits into the uh, upper tier area. I was looking at my portrait. No, it's Hamilton. Hamilton. It's it's yeah, definitely like a Hamilton. Jefferson's on the... No, that's Lincoln. I can't remember what Jefferson's on. Boy, I feel like an idiot. Um, Maybe he's on the 50. No. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. That's right. Uh. It's it's good. I'd have to say so far, the nice pull on it. Everything about it's been nice. Even the burn, which I always get the same even consistent burn, and you can tell by the ash, nicely packed. And you've got the Tatawahe, and yes. you've got a V cut on it. Yep, I V cut everything. It's a light box press, and I always V cut. So I pay attention to my band. I always have the band so that God can read the label. Right. And uh, I always V-cut horizontal. I was just about to say, now, do you, because uh, I can see you cut, he V-cut horizontal. Do you ever V-cut vertical? On a, on a um, round cigar, yes. Okay. On a box press or this soft box box press stuff, it's always horizontal to the man. Yeah. So. I like that methodology to it. I like the, uh, and you guys have heard me say this before, I like the wide mouth punch because it's almost like a straight cut, but you still keep the cap intact. So you get a little bit of funneling. No, we don't have these that this fancy stuff Devin has in the shop. But if you haven't been in, Calibri is completely restocked, and in, in the shops, they sell fast. Yeah. Um, new packaging, everything. Um, so we got the the, the three way punches with the uh, cigar rest built in. They're back in stock. We've Ooh. got the the guillotine V cut all in one cutter back in stock. Nice. So right right now is the time to come in and yeah. all colors, all shapes and sizes, whatever. So um, I guess a very diverse crowd. Yes. Get what you want now instead of, you know, and I would say three months, three and a half months. If that you'll have to take what we got. And uh, you need to start getting what you need because uh, in all the cigars and more, there's if I'm OK to say that there's yes. no more house lighters. Um, you need to bring your own lighter or ask somebody for one. Now there are matches still, yes, but no house lighters. Now the funny thing about that is, is everybody at Trustville knows that, but we still have some leftovers floating around. And, and so I'm like, okay, that's fine. No more. There's some lighters and stuff that are popping around out there, but our the the, so the rule is no more lighters. We lost hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month in lighters. Yeah. Uh, so they've been eliminated. My guys but, couldn't but believe they, it. But they, um, uh, what do I want to say? We do have the cedar strips out. You can go to a couple back episodes of the podcast here, and we discuss lighting with a cedar strip. And I highly that, recommend it. That That is the way to do a cigar. Um, I'm just a fat, lazy old man, so I use the torch. But I think if I was a hip-hop, you know, 25-year-old, I yeah. would... You know, it's funny you say that is a lot of guys at Trustville, they all use matches a lot. I mean, uh, uh, way more than I thought they would. There's a lot of them. They'll all grab matches. I'm like, they're not going to use these matches. I'm telling you, they will. Oh, it's amazing the number of people I get that ask for matches. Yeah. We, we, I don't know if you have them out on the counter at Trustville <laughs> we or not. Mm -hmm. but we, we, you have to request them at 280. Uh, and it, it, it's, it's hard. You're right. It's hard to believe that many people are actually lighting with matches, but. It's it's a really good way to light, uh, you know, yeah. ignite your little fire here. I only have one complaint from the people at, uh, at Trustville. 
is I don't know why the trend is they'll drop the the, the matchstick on the ground. It's like um, I never understood that. I'm like, that's right there. Just put it right. They just throw it right on the ground. It's like that trend that um, Lone Star Steakhouse. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Started yeah. with the peanut shells. And I was now thinking the same it. thing. I'm like, hey, y'all, these aren't peanut shells. You need to pick, you need to throw them in the ashtrays. Now the difference is peanut shell. Somebody will walk through, get an allergic reaction and die. This whole place will burn down. You won't have a place to go smoke your cigar. That's true. That's true. Or get good Mexican right. or Chinese or yeah. whatever else is in the Trustville shopping. Exactly. Place. And, uh, I mean, it takes no effort. You're already holding it. Just throw it in the ashtray. That's all it takes. That's my PSA. That's a move of my arm. I can just go like that. I know. You just drop it right there. Wait till uh, they start doing it with their cigars. I'm done with this. <laughs> oh man, I tell you, I could see it. Honestly, I could see it. We talked about it, uh, doing a couple of new things with the show. We're gonna um, right now. You know, we try to do. We're trying to build up some monthly things, and we do the uh, LCA cigar on the the day before it releases. Right. I don't know if we're supposed to do that, and I want to reach out to the representative from the company and see if we can get them on the show either this eh, probably won't be next week, but maybe for the following month when the cigar comes out, get him on the show and things, but um, came up with an idea. It's going to get you to the website. The whole idea is we want a little bit of traffic to the website. We're going to start doing cigar movies. Yeah. I'm, I really like this idea. Um, you want me to tell them the plan a little bit? Yeah, go ahead. I talk too much. So it's a, uh... We choose a movie at the beginning of the month, and we have the whole month to watch it. And then at the end of the month, we watch, we watch the movie, and we come in, and we talk about the cigars and what they were smoking and if we have anything equivalency, if not the exact same thing. And uh, I think it's a great idea, John. I love that. It gets people interested. And then um, your wonderful idea is, uh, you know. You'll go to the website. We can, uh, It'll be basically you have 30 days. Go to the website, you'll click a link, movie will pop up, and that's how you find out what movie, if you want to have an idea of what movie or yeah. be able to contribute to the conversation or join in with a cigar. We might highlight that cigar if there is an equivalent cigar. Yeah. Or what you think is the equivalent. You yeah. comment and say, I disagree with y'all. It actually should probably be this cigar. Feel free. I mean, correct us. Uh, I, I'd love to. The first one I always think of, and I know I've mentioned it on the show before, is is the predator the first one yeah and i never remember that yeah because he's always smoking a cigar in that when you see him doing it and you're like wonder what he's smoking i mean i kind of know what arnold schwarzenegger's favorite cigar is but that doesn't mean that's what he was smoking back then well it doesn't mean that's what he was smoking back then or that doesn't mean that's the cigar company that paid to be in the movie right right because i like, think the cigar he was smoking had no band it's on. like we have the cigar the big time tommy yeah uh, that's some guy that's on Discovery or TLC or one of those. Yeah. And he runs a used car lot in Jersey. Yeah. And for the longest time, he was smoking an Asylum cigar, but he's a branding expert. So he was always taking the band off of it. Yeah. I remember and he was just that. smoking a blank cigar. And he just decided, you know, one day, um, and I wish Gary was here because I'm drawing a blank on Tommy. I know it's not Tommy. It's, yeah, it's Jimothy. Starts with an L. Tom DeLuz. I'm sorry, I'll, I'll screw up your name. But whoever owns Asylum 
was watching him on this Tommy, this Tommy on a show. And he goes, that looks like an asylum. And somehow he reached out and he goes, yeah, it is. That's why you take the band off. Goes, I won't if you pay me. It, it, I mean, it's excellent. <laughs> and he ended up, you know, striking a deal, getting paid to smoke asylums. And, uh, they eventually sat down with him, gave him five blends. He chose, chose a blend and that's the big time Tommy cigar that originally came out only in a 70 ring gauge and now it's available in a 60. So I might ex- actually try it. Yeah. But we got a guy I know at Pat Creek smokes one a day at least. Wow. One, if not two a day. It's a favorite cigar. Uh, hey, uh, if we ever do our own uh, cigar broadcast, we need to start doing that. <laughs> what, was his, uh, what was his broadcast about? Because he would take the band off, so he's not going to mention the brand. What was he? What no, was he talking about? Um, well, he he does a TV show about his car dealership. Oh, okay. And he was he when he would get invited to public uh, public speaking events, or when he's smoking on the show, or no band on the cigar, so that you didn't know what he was smoking. Nice. Now, obviously, the cigars remain banded. There you go. And that's what I mean. Is might brilliant. not be might not be Schwarzenegger's favorite cigar, but it's who's ever paying him or giving him him free for the show. That's right. There you go. You know, everything you see in a show is, of course, paid for. Right, right, exactly. Um, so that's a great idea. I think uh, make us a little bit of a cinephiles because you know how much I love film. Uh, so we'll get to discuss the finer points of some film a little bit. Not too much. It's mostly about the cigars, but I think we'll get some good. Well, uh, we'll discuss the movie a little bit and, you know, we'll discuss the cigar a little bit. It's yeah. kind of a. Kind of a two-way road. Right. Um, all of a sudden, this might become a movie review podcast. Hey, around cigars, because I'm betting there are a lot. Um, if you have recommendations, feel free to send it to our email address, uh, smokingunderground.com or smokingunderground at gmail.com. No, it's um, cigar, cigar, cigar smoking underground I always at gmail.com. That's why I always say just go to the website, smokingunderground.com, all the ways to reach us. Yeah. Uh, we might even be adding a phone number there pretty soon. I'm getting all my podcasts in order. and I love things. the idea of somebody being able to call and leave us a message, and then we can play it live on air. I think that'd be cool. Uh, we'll do a little bit better playing that uh, than we did Oscar last week. Sorry, Oscar. Yeah. That was very last minute. New board hooking up with a phone. First time I ever did that. Yeah. Uh, the guys didn't set up the studio properly. You shut your mouth. Yes, we did. <laughs> No speakers. Oh, no, that's right. We didn't put the speakers up. Um, yeah, so that's that. Uh, anything else? Ooh, he's going for the double shot there. Yeah, I'm going for a little bit more. Well, you were uh, complaining at the end of the show last week that you didn't talk about some of the things going on at Trustville, some new 75, 85, 95-inch TVs. Yeah, we got some 75-inch TVs hung up. They're on the wall, like, up high this time. That's usually where you hang things. Well, you know, sometimes. I mean, this one's kind of low. <laughs> It's actually the one we're looking at to look at your comments is it's at about, you know, it's at about a little bit lower than chest level, about right yeah. here, you know, and um, the ones we have now are above head level. And then they took one that was facing like the, the, the room was a rectangle and it was one facing each other. They moved one over to the side so that the guys at the card table could see the TV, <coughs> especially for games and stuff. And we just got two new chairs back there. And uh, I'm hoping Harris gets rid of that couch. He's still got it sitting out there, and it says free to a good home. But I'm like, could you just get rid of that thing? Yeah, he's never going to get rid of it if he does that. He ought to put a – you need to put like a $25 price tag on it. Yeah. You Authentically uh, cigar shop. 
just put $25 on it. It'll go. But if you put, if you give something away, it doesn't have any value. Nobody wants it. That's true. You ask $25, somebody's going to steal it because it's worth 25 bucks. Okay. I may change the sign on there. The $25, take it home, haul it away yourself. Um, I still think, though, uh, we need two more chairs because the TVs are now higher. And the one in the far back, we want to put two chairs underneath that. Hmm. And um, I, I really think that'd be a good uh, idea. He said he's having trouble locating proper cigar store furniture. What does that mean? What is a cigar store furniture? Well, it means he doesn't want to pay $3,000 for a leather chair. Right. So, yeah. And to be honest, I wouldn't want to pay $3,000 for a leather chair or the way they get treated around here. Right. i tell you what we need, too, is uh, we also need some uh, some new normal chairs for up front. They're all starting to fall apart. Trustville needs a little bit of love, a little bit of love. Um, and the only reason I say that is if the patrons didn't love the shop, we wouldn't bother. We would just stick with what we got. But they actually came to Harris, both of them, and asked them for new TVs, for more chairs. And they obliged. And they only mention that. They only come to him because they love the shop. They love coming there. And they love the fact that I run the Friday night Trust Vegas late night. And it's a good local place for them because the alternative is other smoke shops that are open late, whereas Cigars and More is not especially on Friday. So um, it's not an unreasonable request, I think. You know, it's, you're there to smoke cigars and you don't have to worry about the other crowd and what might be going on. And yeah. It's a family. I mean, each, each of the shops, while it changes over the years, I mean, I've been with the 280 store, been coming here for 15 years now. Yeah. Uh, work, I've worked for it for half that time. We went through six or seven different groups of people where, you know, they the regulars and they kind of drift off and then you get a new group of regulars yeah. and uh, things change like that over the years. But it's always a pretty good tight knit group of people. Yeah. And yeah, uh, it's just you, you get a following. I mean, everybody loves Tammy or everybody likes Rocky and everybody yeah. avoids me and, and they kind of like, you know, Devin or yeah. they, Pretty much. Or, you know, we had Drew in uh, Tuscaloosa and, you know, got Jim. And, you know, everybody loves Jim and some of the stuff he does over in Mountain Brook with uh, Chess and, and that. And Wes. And Wes. <laughs> and there's certain people that really like Wes. Yeah. And the mics go silent. <laughs> well, we were, both, uh, we were both enjoying our cigars. I mean, you can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying this one so far because, like, I get this tendency when I'm driving home smoking the remainder of the cigar. I'm like, I get down to, you know, about a thumb and a half length of it. And I'm like, I'm done, you know, but I have a feeling with this Padron, I'm going to be smoking this thing down to the bottom. But I, I do like that. Was it, was it Oscar who recommended that or was it somebody else? I don't remember who said it, but it was like, when you get down to about, you know, a thumb's length, call it. You don't need to smoke it all the way down. there. You don't need to put your, your skewer in it and smoke it all the way down to like, you know, a quarter of an inch. Yeah. That I've, I've never understood that. Never liked that. There is a device and I'm trying, I need just to go back and listen to the podcast. They talked about it. It was introduced in Vegas um, at the PCA that you put on your, the end of your cigar 
and it's a mouthpiece for it. Yeah. And it allows you to smoke just about everything in the cigar. Um, you can change mouthpieces so that if you wanted to do a tasting, you can light one cigar and then pass it around the room. Everybody's got their own mouthpiece. So you can get them on Amazon. They're called cigar mouthpieces. No, this is um this is a very elaborate one. They're made oh. out of stone. There's no Ooh. two alike. They're about two hundred bucks for a set. Stone. Um, where we gotta find out where to get some of those. That sounds great. So uh, I need to look up the name. I was gonna bring it up a couple weeks ago and I lost my piece of paper and now I gotta yeah, because we need to get some of the, the the like we need to have the store that's got things like this and the cigar ring we were looking at. And, you know, I guess we'll, we're just gonna make our own online store. Yeah, because I love the idea of the cigar ring. I've told everybody that I love that. Like I don't wear jewelry at all. I've tried wearing watches when I used to work at a hospital. I always had to wear a watch, and I was like, okay, I've gotten used to wearing a watch because I had to, and I wanted to wear a watch. I'm just not used to it, and so I went two years having to wear a watch every single day. And then when I left there and moved to Alabama, I stopped wearing a watch and I try to do it now. And I just, I don't like the feel of anything on me, but a cigar ring, I'd probably wear that because it's got a lot of function. I do enjoy wearing a ring. Um, probably should, but not that I'm married or anything. Uh, I always wear a watch. Yeah. We talked about that on, uh, I guess my other podcast, but a friend of mine posted something about uh, the old Casio databank. Or you're probably too young for that too. And I was talking to my other co-hosts, and he we've determined he might might have existed, not born, but might have existed when the old Casio databank came out. Because I had mine in fourth grade. It's got a it's like a calculator. I was watch, just about to say it's about the calculator, but, it, but it's a smooth face calculator watch. And then you can uh, type words into it. It's just kind of like your phone keypad. Dick and you, Tracy. And it would store <laughs> 50 phone numbers, names and phone numbers. And wow. I used it to cheat on tests and that. And some, uh, I think they're available on Amazon now, new from Casio. I don't know if they've ever actually went out of production. What's it called again? The data bank. The data bank. And they um, want to look that up. Uh, they're like 50 bucks, which is about what I think I paid for mine in fourth grade. I've got to look that up right now. So it's just a cool, cool uh, old watch. You can get them in silver and gold. And uh, Data bank calculator watch. That might be the only digital watch I'd consider wearing right now, but um, I really want to start buying some serious. Which one looks things. familiar to you? I had the gold. Okay, let's let's bring this up. I, we're close enough to the camera. I might be able to show this to you. Um Too much. Yeah. Anyway, just look up Casio Data Bank Watch. That's that's clever. What's as hell. the price on it? Um, sixty four ninety five for the gold one, and yeah, about fifty to forty dollars for the silver ones. Yeah, why is a gold one always more? Because I almost ordered an Apple. Well, I did order it, but I canceled it. I ordered a gold stainless steel Apple Watch a couple of weeks ago. Look at this thing. This is crazy. Because all I think of for, for some of my office friends out there is Dwight Schrute, uh, who always had one. And I'm like, yes, it's something uh, you need to have. If you are a watch collector, well, 
You need to have one of these. Well, you need to have the original. You don't need to order off Amazon. You need to get one of the originals from back in 81, 82. Because prior to that, I did have the calculator watch the little rubber numbers. Yeah, and, they had those on there, too. Yeah, and uh, the problem with those is the little rubber numbers would get stuck under the watch face. And, yeah. You know, and, and here we are talking about fashion now. I know. I just uh, Those watches just reek of retro classic. And like, like I said, I don't wear watches, but... I could see myself buying one of those just to wear one, just to have the feel every once in a while. Like, oh, you yeah. need to know what this times this is? Okay. And I can't remember what movie it was. Um, and I can't even re- remember the premise or what. But there's this guy, and he's on the beach, and he catches up with – he's looking for this surfer dude, and they go out surfing and – um, a guy says something about what time it is. He goes, man, I don't wear a watch. And he goes, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, you're relaxed and that. And they got back up to the beach and all that. And the guy reaches into his po- pocket or a, a coat or something and pulls out his phone. and goes, oh, it's about like 2.30. Because I didn't think you wore a watch. Phone, man. <laughs> that sounds familiar. I don't know. You know what, you know what I love about the aspect of your, your phone being your watch? it's a pocket watch ha ha i mean i you know what's funny about that is before cell phones were a big thing i i still have i have about six pocket watches at home i used to wear them on the regular i've got a couple of really nice vintage ones that um i got from my grandfather yeah um some are worth some money but uh, i love pocket watches so for my brother's wedding this was probably 10 years ago um i was uh I was in the wedding and as a gift, he got me this one they got from France and you can pop it open and see the time and see all the gears. And then you can pop open the back and see all the gears. Yeah. The problem is the numbers are in French. So you really don't know. I know you can't. I don't know what time it is. Hey, what's up, Carlo? Well, happy birthday. I'm not sure who Amos is. I don't either, but happy birthday to you. Looks like there's a cake and some pie. No, that's like a confetti thing. Oh. What are you smoking tonight? And what are you? What is everybody smoking tonight? Ah. But uh, I think that's. I think. Uh, oh, we've got a lot of other little new things, but yeah. we'll let them trickle out here. But just if you got any ideas for the show, want to see us smoke something, get us to review a cigar. Yeah. Send us in the cigar, and we'll tell you what we think of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Still got new stuff arriving from the show every every day. I mean, now, we, we've got a couple of comparisons coming up. Gazaganosa yeah. uh, um, repackaged, uh, relabeled yeah. their um, Connecticut um, yeah. cigar. And um, we're going to smoke them back-to-back, the old cigar and the new cigar, and see if they taste different. Yeah. The big one I found interesting is Diamond Crown. Yeah. I've always liked the Black Diamond, but it's been a little bit strong. Right. Um, even for me, it's been it's a bold cigar. And I haven't seen the new one. So I don't I assume some of the packaging and labeling's changed, but they've toned the cigar down a little bit. Same name, everything, black diamond, but supposed to be a different cigar and i've got some of the original black diamonds pulled and our mountain brook store has got the new black diamonds um 
Yeah, and I'm either going to run by Mountain Brook and grab three for next week, or hopefully we get them in here for yeah. uh, next week. But we'll be smoking the new Black Diamond next week, comparing it to the old Black Diamond and letting you know if it really is um, a little bit more gentle. Have you seen the box yet? Has it changed at all? No, I have not seen any of the packaging in that. I've just heard about the cigar. Um, I was on Harris a couple and took four or five texts to find out. And he finally said, oh, Mountain Brook's got a few trickling in. And I'm just interested because I think they'd have to change the packaging. So you knew the difference. Yeah. But then again, they might not. Right. And then you've got to be in the know to know. That's right. And your shop shopkeepers got to know your guy comes in and you know, Hey, have you tried the new black diamond? Oh, I've tried the black diamond before. It's too, no, it's a completely different cigar. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's worth your time. And and you, you have to change the blends every once in a while. Um, just to, to test stuff out. I got a really good pull off of that last one. Like it, it had some, it was just packed full of flavor right then. Yes, Tatawate's reminded me of Tatawate's. Yeah. Little, well, what is it little, about those? A little, little bit of spice. It's got a sneaky boldness to it. You start to feel it about that point in the cigar. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I, I don't know how to show that. I'm going to get my white arm out of the way. It's your salt arm. Yeah. yeah, but you see my watch. See your watch, yeah. Your Casio uh, data bank watch. No, this is, <laughs> this is a uh, Seiko Solar. Yeah. Um, and black finish, which is really pretty to look at, but you can't tell, read the time. Right. Because it's a black face with black um, hash marks and black hands. You know what my favorite watch is? Um, I own two of them because I have one that I used to wear regularly in gunmetal gray. And then I wanted to get a fancier, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like evening wear, like one that you'd wear mm-hmm. with a nice outfit. And I got it in, uh, what did I get that in? I think it was in a black as well with a blue face. It's a brand called Scoggin. And my buddy Daniel turned me on to them because they are ultra thin. They are super, super thin and lightweight. Oh, I see. I don't like that. I want a little bit of bulk. And that's one thing I'm not too sure I like about this Seiko is it, it wasn't quite as bulky as I wanted it to be. Yeah. I really want to get a uh, Stingray Turtle. Ooh. It's a little bit bolder, but then a little bit. A little bit more money, and it starts getting into the money that I can start getting into some really nice watches. You should see some of the guys at Trustful they come in with. Oh, I, I, I see them here. What's funny is I wear a lot of different watches. There's like that. And, and some of my $20, $15 eBay purchases get more comments than, you know, this is a $500 Seiko that I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah. Never, this one's never got a comment. Ooh. Uh-oh. Our TV's going strobe. Yeah, it is. That's weird. So, okay. But I don't know. There's a lot of new things coming up. A lot of old things. Gary will be back next week. Yeah. Um, we'll be smoking the black diamonds. Hopefully, uh, give that a try. Go out, buy one, smoke along with us. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Drew. Uh, sorry. I didn't get back to you. We're supposed to have you on the show this week, Yeah, but we're going to talk to you about a guest spot coming up and yep. maybe some remotes, some remotes, remotes. And where are you going to be this weekend? Uh, same as always, I'll be at 280 on uh, Sunday all day. Okay. And I've actually been ducking into 280 late morning, early afternoon for at least a stick on okay. Saturdays. Nice. Um, really trying to make it here during the week. It's just yeah. Uh, sometimes like I've been out of town for four days this week. I just just got back right before the show, and you know, I walked into the townhouse and I go, 
I really don't want to leave. Really don't want to leave. But you, you viewers, you viewers, you got me coming every week. So I got an interesting, it just popped into my head. Do you ever have an issue with people coming in and just like bringing their own cigars and just like sitting there? We've kind of have that under control. Um, I really pay attention and will usually hint to somebody um, if they bring in their own cigar. If they bring in their own cigar, I don't quite like it. I'm a firm believer. I don't care if you brought in a cigar that you bought here yesterday. I don't care if it's your 15th cigar out of your box of cigars you bought here two months ago. Right. Every time you walk through that door, you should be buying a cigar. Number one, it keeps your stock at home. Right. And it helps support the shop. Right. You coming in with a cigar that you bought down the street, that you bought online, that your buddy gave you, um, that you got at a wedding, whatever, does nothing to help keep the doors open here. Right. And this place is expensive to open. And like, I'm very controversial about some of my beliefs, you know, no TVs in the lounge and such. I'm a big believer that the stores that we have that don't have bars probably should close about six. Okay. Because the only re reason we're open to eight is so that some people can come in and use the lounge. Right. But if you're not buying a cigar to use the lounge, it's not paying us. we got expenses for utilities. we got personnel expenses. You know, it's a good point. Everything. You really need to buy a cigar on every visit. Yeah. And if you have this fabulous cigar that your buddy gave you and you want to smoke and it's middle of winter and you don't have a place to smoke it at home, take the band off, come in and buy a cigar and then sit down and quietly smoke that cigar right. without the band. Don't tell everybody, Hey, you know, my, my friend got me this and he got it when he was in Toledo, Ohio, and it's a Jamie Farr Klinger, you know, Maduro. No, or it's the Drew Carey this. No, it's you quietly smoke it and enjoy your cigar. You only promote what's in this shop. Yeah, yeah. Because And the reason I brought that up is that we, we seem to have that. I'm going to have to start enforcing it a little bit more. But we have we have a few particular people who they come in with gaggles of stuff they got online from different websites. And I'm just like. And Harris will back you up because that is in the rules and we'll do it next month. I promise we'll do it next month. And it's going to be David Garofalo's 10 commandments about cigar smoking. I like shop. That. Yeah. And you really need to listen to them. And really the top and the top is don't smoke other cigars in the shop. Right. Right. Cause it's like, I call it the Barnes and Noble effect. Yeah. I never understood that about Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Go in, buy your Starbucks, sit down and read one of their books or their magazines, finish your Starbucks, put the book back up and leave. You wonder why Barnes and Nobles are going away. Yeah. I had a, I had some friends in college. Uh, we had a Barnes and Noble right next to our college. And I am not joking you when they knew the book and they would put their own bookmark in it and pick it up and go back into the, uh, the, the cafe. and read mm -hmm. it. I've seen every that. day. And I was like, you got to be kidding me with this. Yeah. 
I don't want to own the book. You basically do own the book. Why don't you just buy it? Barnes and Noble is there for a profit. They're not a library. Exactly. Go to a library if you want to do that. And those books are 100% free. Yeah, it's legit. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I get that. 100%. And, and I actually use the library quite often anymore for audiobooks. I don't use Audible. I don't buy any audiobooks. There, there's enough of the online library apps that you yeah. can pretty much get any book you want. You know, it's funny you say that is uh, back in the day when uh, hard copies of video games were pretty much the standard, uh, libraries would have video games you could rent. No joke. Like you'd have the latest Call of Duty come out and people are going to spend 60 bucks on it like that. And you go, go to your library. They'll have one copy that you can check out if you get there before everybody else. Because most people didn't know you could check out a video game at a library. Yeah, you, you can check out video games. You can check out DVDs. Uh, you can, uh, used to be, well, you still can, you can go check out a computer. You can't leave with it, but you can go do all your computer stuff, you know, at the library. If you yeah. can afford it, have high speed internet there. Uh, I heard, I listened to this thing called the good news podcast and he gives all these happy little stories. He won one. I listened to on the way here. It's really odd about Scotland. If you think some of the stuff that just passed this week politically, but uh, he talked about a lot, uh, some libraries that now have gardening and you can actually quote, check out your own little garden space and it's your space to maintain. If you don't maintain it, you return it. Basically they take it back. Right. But if you maintain it, you get your little plot, couple square feet of land and you can grow plants and vegetables. That is badass. And, I gotta know, say. And then they have their uh, courses on how to grow or how to garden and things. It's a really neat thing. Uh, public libraries are totally the, underutilized. The public library in Hoover has a thing. Uh, most Saturdays, uh, it's a uh, pearl on the lawn or something where it's knit knitting and you can go in, they have knitting classes and you can, wow. You know, if you, if you want to get into knitting, um, you know, and I've seen some that do, you know, various things libraries are great people forget yeah. about them yeah we just smoke a, we just smoke a cigar while we were there and they, oh it would be done i mean well i'm glad they can't because <laughs> it'd probably turn into the new place <laughs> so yeah um i will be at trust vegas tomorrow night um, we, we ain't care we don't care i didn't okay. ask you so i know i'm just gonna tell <laughs> you anyway uh from six o'clock till about midnight we'll stay later if there's more people there and the tips are coming in I'm not ashamed to say it. Devin can be bought. I can. Yep. Yep. So there you go. Um, it's BYOB. We have a, We usually have a really good time. And uh, there's a lot of great guys back there willing to share. And I love the rule that we have. It's, it's it's like an unwritten rule. It's if the bottle's here on top of the table, you're welcome to go up to it. The bottle's under the table. You got to ask the guy for it. If you, And he might tell you no. Now I'm not willing to share that. Like we have a guy, and I respect him for it. He came in on Tuesday, and he had a bottle of something that he did not want to share. He kept it in his bag, and he'd pull it out, fill it up, put it back in. And I'm like, that's absolutely what you should be doing if that's what you want to do. You are under no obligation to share if you don't want to. I agree with you. It's, yeah. I mean, I'm not sharing my cigar. Right. Exactly. Bring your own party favors. Yeah but not your own party cigars. You need to purchase cigars. PSA. Yeah. We still prefer you don't bring anything in. Buy it in the humidor. Right. Exactly. 
Cigars you buy, you smoke at home. Um, Buddy's house. So I did something on Tuesday uh, because I noticed recently in the humidor that I almost anything I got out of the humidor, I kept having to relight. So what would you do if you do that? You go look at see the humidity level in the humidor, and it was too high. And I got comments the whole time Tuesday. Why are you leaving the door open? Why are you leaving the door open? I'm like, I got to lower the lower the, the humidity in there. Yeah, and technically in your checklist that you do, you're supposed to maintain that. Yeah. So I think what I'm going to start doing is it's just it's it's always been pretty good. But the past couple of weeks, it seems like it's always too high. Well, it's summer in Alabama. Right. Exactly. So I think I'm going to start doing that. Like if I as soon as I walk in on Tuesday, I'm going to look at it and go too high. I need to open it. Yeah, I watch my humidors at home, and uh, lately, even if you've got like a '69 Bavita and like my smaller ones, yeah, they're, they're running about 72, 73. Where normally with a '69 pack, I'm running 67, 68. Yeah, uh, so it's just that time of year that you know there's some humidity out there, and you know your air conditioner will bring it down. But man, I can't wait for fall and winter. I am so sick of this heat. So sick of this heat. And I, I don't want to hear you bitch about heat. I don't want to hear you bitch about cold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, th- I think that's it for the night. Um, I think we're doing pretty good. And uh, yeah, 45 in. That's about right. Yeah. We'll go ahead and wrap up. Uh, thanks for joining us today. I'm, uh, I was about to say, I'm John. <laughs> You're John. I'm Devin. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week where Gary will join us again. Maybe. Maybe. And it and, seems to uh, be so much nicer without Gary. This setup's so much more simple. And it's easier to set up. And yeah. maybe we should do this uh, all the time and have like, you know, a small table and all three of us kind of crowd around it. What do you think about that? Uh, well, when we're doing our three people, I got to have two computers. I got to have you just put more stuff. Up. Nah, I don't, I, <laughs> no, because it's just. Then you'll be doing this the whole time. Man. Yeah, I'm already. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's been nice. Um, We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for joining us. And uh, if you have any questions, comments, tell us what you're smoking, what you like, show topics, go to smokingunderground.com and send us a message about it. That's it. Thanks a lot. And see, I'm I'm not paying attention. I'm over here. Yeah. I'm looking for that video clip that we want to play to get out of here. Yeah. And he's got to find it. And I got to push the button. Now it's playing. Now we're going to get out of here. Later, Gators. Push the loop button so that it doesn't stop. Yeah. And now I can go ahead and sign us off. Right. I always love this ending. Bye, y'all. Later, Ted.